This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about Good Ranchers. There is, this hour, You, I just want you to remember, if you're not thinking about uh, ordering from Good Ranchers, you will by the end of this hour. Uh, I'm going to tell you about what's really coming for prices and food. Right now, we have a problem. Our, our ranchers are being put out of business. We've got to support our ranchers and American meat. We don't want the imports. And a, a lot of it comes from outside of the U.S. Here's what I would like you to do. Your inflation rate will not change when you buy your food from Good Ranchers, any of your meat you can buy now, goodranchers.com slash Glenn. Two pounds of free Wagyu burgers and also zero inflation. You'll get $25 off every box of stuff you order for the life of your subscription, and you will lock in the prices. Are you kidding me? Locked in the prices and two pounds of free Wagyu burgers? Please, goodranchers.com slash Glenn. If you don't buy the meat in your house, tell the person who does to grab your two pounds of free American Wagyu burgers today before they're gone and lock in your price. Believe me, you're going to want to do that. Goodranchers.com slash Glenn. program it is thursday i i want to talk to you about what is coming for your economy what is happening with the gas price how that's going to deeply affect our food prices and the emergency that will be declared because of it we begin there in 60 seconds Right now, America needs everybody on the field. There is there is nobody in the stands. You might think you're going to stay in the stands. I'm not going to get involved. But not standing up is standing up. You're standing up for the wrong side if you're sitting on the bench. But everybody will be on the field. And we need our side, everybody, to be as strong and as healthy as they can possibly be. Get out of pain. Your country needs you. Could you please uh, just try Relief Factor, the three-week quick start right now. 70% of the people who try it, uh, and usually it's the last thing that anybody is trying. They're like, I'm so desperate, man. Nothing works. Try this. ReliefFactor.com or call 1-800-RELIEF. 
1-800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Okay, uh, let's, let's just talk about gas. How much are you paying for gas right now? If you lived in California, you are now paying $6 a gallon for gasoline. And we're not in the summer yet. I wonder how much we're going to save on this year's 4th of July picnic. Because remember, I think it was last year they told us that we saved like nine cents. Oh, man, it's going to be sweet. Anyway, $6 a gallon in California. That it was hit on Tuesday. The national average price of gas now is a record $4.57 per gallon. That's the national average. Just to remind you, the national average um, last May was $3.04. This has nothing to do, nothing to do with Russia. This has everything to do with ESG. And what I want to... Express to you and ask you to do is start looking at things differently. We need to look at things a little bit more like the Chinese. And I'm not saying look at things 100 100 years down the road. Can we just look 52 months ahead? We need to look just a few years in advance. 12 months would be great. Can we look 12 months in the future? Right now, uh, J.P. Morgan is saying the average price for gasoline this summer will be $6 a gallon. That would mean California will be 8 or $9 a gallon. Now, I don't know what that puts fuel at for our trucks, diesel. But we are in real serious trouble. ESG has choked off all the money. The more executives I talk to at, in the gas and oil industry, they're all saying the same thing. Glenn, they can open up all the leases they want. They've, they have closed down the leases. They've closed down pipelines. But that's not the real problem. The real problem is ESG. If you don't know what ESG is, I beg you, please get the book the Great Reset. It explains all of this. I, it's breathtaking at how fast this is coming down now. ESG has choked off all of the investment. What was it? Uh, $48 billion just last year invested by these you know, hedge funds in the oil industry. This year, I think it's $9 billion. What caused that? With energy being as important as it is, think about this as a free market. When there's great demand and really high prices, what does the market do? The market starts to invest in, holy cow, we can clean up right now by getting into that market and start to sell oil and gas. We could sell it all over the world. Why has our investment gone down? Our investment has gone down because our banks, our hedge funds, and everybody else is now starting to say, "Uh, yeah, that's not the way of the future. We're going to do wind 
and solar. Okay, all right, sure, sounds great. Enjoy the wind and solar this summer when you're paying $6 a gallon for gasoline and God only knows how much you are going to pay for meat and potatoes. Because our meat and potatoes, well, they start with a farmer and the farmer has a tractor and that tractor runs on diesel fuel and he has to first spread fertilizer which comes from petroleum, but you can't make fertilizer. So we don't have fertilizer. Well, that'll save in the tractor. You know, he won't be putting that diesel fuel in. Nope, nope. He'll plant less of what he was planning on planting. And then he has to put fuel in the tractor to make sure that uh, it's harvested, baled, He'll need trucks to move it from his farm to the processing plant. The processing plant needs energy to run it. And then they put it on a truck and it goes to the grocery store. And then you use your car to go buy it at the grocery store and then bring it home in your car. When no one has any fuel, the prices will, to quote Barack Obama, necessarily go up. Right now, the diesel price, just so you remember, everything shipped to America is on a giant ship, and that's not run by fairy dust or solar panels. In fact, I don't know anyone who is working on solar panels for the cargo ships. I don't know anyone who has in their design wind-powered cargo ships. I mean, I suppose we could pull the Nina and the Pinta. The Santa Maria was out of commission, but can we find those two? Maybe we can, because those were wind-powered ships. That's diesel fuel. Our trains, diesel fuel, brought in from China to a port, the trucks then move them and all of the heavy machinery, the forklifts and everything run on diesel. That all is shipped and put onto a train, shipped someplace in the middle of the country or wherever is closest to you. And then a truck picks it up and brings it to the grocery store 12 times a day. Here's what I need you to understand. We have not even begun yet because of esg and because of the policies of this administration they are creating a national emergency our farmers are not going to be able to have the fuel there's a story right now in uh, breitbart diesel price surge has new england fishing industry reeling they were paying a dollar fifty for uh, a gallon of diesel back in 2019, $1.50. They're now paying $6.50. And here's the thing. When these giant corporations buy fish, they don't buy it at today's market price. They buy in, in boatloads, literally. They buy them um, in bulk. 
And so the fishing industry makes a contract with that food plant or grocery store or whoever's buying it, if it's bought in bulk, and they say, you know what, because you're buying so much, we're going to charge you this amount, and you sign a contract. Now, if the price of fish and everything goes down, the fishermen win. If it goes up, the stores win. But there comes a point when fishermen can't fish anymore. This is what we're headed towards. And don't think short term on this. To put oil rigs into a field and to open those up is about a five-year process from turning it on to actually getting it to your gas station It'll take about five years. If it's on federal land, because the federal government is so screwed up, it takes about 10 years. So any fix that we have right now is five years away. Now, let me give you this from the Washington Examiner today. By the way, none of this is what you're going to hear in um, uh, the New York Times You will not hear any of this on CNN. Half of our country has no idea what's about to hit them. Do not listen to your friends who are reading the corporate media garbage. Electricity customers across the country, according to the Washington Examiner, face a heightened risk of power outages this summer. Regulators say it reflects a worsening outlook for the grid, which is simultaneously struggling struggling through extreme weather conditions and a shift away from traditional energy sources. The North American Electric Reliability Corporation, or NERC, the regulatory body that oversees our grid operations across the United States and Canada, warned in its summer reliability assessment published yesterday, listen, that the entire West and most of the Midwest face at least an elevated risk of seeing insufficient electricity supply where slim reserve margins run up against high demand. For the sections of the grid stretching from Wisconsin to the Gulf Coast and to California, they have been deemed at risk for insufficient operating reserves to be high during peak command con- uh, 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 demand conditions. Expected resources, according to the uh, officials, expected resources do not meet operating reserve requirements under normal peak demand and outage ser- uh, scenarios. Now, they're saying that utilities may have to shut off power to customers in peak demand. You know, cold weather kills a lot of people so does hot weather i don't know if you've noticed but boy in the old timey times everybody seemed to live up north why have you been to texas in the summer have you been to atlanta have you been god forbid to phoenix it's hell you don't have you don't have any energy 
First of all, good luck pumping that water. Second of all, you don't have electricity. Good luck with no air conditioning. I'm dead within a week. So here's the thing. I want you to listen to why they say this is happening. The grid operators uh, have been forward in their assessment of capacity shortages and their causes. In a report released just last January, it it placed responsibility for the reliability shortcomings on the transformation of its generating resources, including the requirements of always-on generating units such as coal-fired plants. It also listed older coal plants and wind and solar resources that are not always available to provide energy during times of need. What? Why don't the solar panels work at night? I never thought of that. What happens to those wind, that wind power when the wind doesn't blow? Getting the balance right between traditional thermal sources and their retirements, especially coal. Why are these coal fire plants retiring? Because they're being forced to. Why? E-S-G. Some of the thermal plants and coal and natural gas have been retiring, with new resources coming on in the way of wind and solar resources. But maintaining the right mix of resources so you can reliably provide power over a range of conditions is kind of where we should focus, say experts. This hour I am going to show you this is not a bug in the system. This is a feature. I'm going to show you here in the next few minutes. And we're going to use baby food as an example. We are headed towards national emergencies. When you have national emergencies, all kinds of fun things like we experienced in COVID can happen. You need to prepare and you need to stop listening to anyone who is not listening for the actual facts. A lot of the stuff we're dealing with, you can just point to it and go, look, it's happening there, there, and there. Why? The why is you can leave that up to politics. I mean, I think it's pretty clear, but whatever. The rest of it is math. You take this out and replace it with a solar panel, you're in trouble. You take all of the oil and you say, no more from Russia. Uh, And then you say, no more from America. And then you have supply problems. Here's an idea. You're going to run out of fuel. It's math. Don't listen to people who are talking about feelings. Talk math. If this country even understands that two plus two still does equal four. All right. We if we want the government to do less, we have to do more. And I am so sick and tired of the, for instance, the VA. Do you know that our government just cut the uh, VA hospital, the VA hospital budget so they could send those resources down to the people on the border 
who we are just checking out, making sure you got a good health check. We're screwing our servicemen. It's insanity what's happening. So let's take things into our own hands, shall we? Tunnel to Towers takes care of our veterans. They take care of the people that have risked their lives or lost their lives um, in defense of us, either in our cities as a police or fire or in military. If somebody doesn't come home, if they have kids at home, Tunnel to Towers takes care of their mortgage. You know how many homeless vets we have living on the streets right now? That's wrong. Operation Home uh, Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to those veterans. You can help. $11 a month. $11 a month. You can donate now at Tunnel2Towers.org. This is a fantastic organization. Tunnel to Towers. T2, the number 2, T.org. T2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. Let me go into food here. Um, The average menu price in April was up 7.2% from a year earlier. That's the biggest 12-month gain since 1981. That's according to the National Restaurant. So restaurants have raised their prices 7.2%. They are not making money here. A gallon of milk is up 25%. You've been shielded so far from the full brunt of the prices because the producers are paying for it and the distributors are paying for it. Small businesses are paying for it, but the large businesses have not had to pass that on yet until their contracts start to expire. And the small restaurants are really getting pounded. Gee, let's, let's, let's hammer the small businessman again. 18 months ago, a 40 pound box of chicken wings Cost $85. Today, it's $150. The expenses for cooking oil and flour have doubled in the past five months. He's also paying for more labor and more for services. The company that maintains um, air conditioners in this guy, Jeff Good's uh, restaurant, he says that they've tacked on a $40 fuel charge. He's trying to cope, but he can't raise the menu prices or you stop going to his restaurant. So that's where the squeeze comes in. And once the squeeze really hits, the restaurant goes out of business or you stop going because you can't afford it. And then the restaurant goes out of business. There is um, supply destruction, meaning... Everybody stops making stuff because nobody's consuming it. That's the next shoe to fall. It, please, please uh, know that we are just at the beginning of this and you need to be calm and prepare, but be informed. The Glenn Back Program. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust.com. Have you looked to see what your house is worth lately? By the way, if it's up, it's probably going to go down soon um, just because of uh, inflation and raising interest rates. 
So it is probably going to go da- down soon. Now would be a really good time to sell your house. Um, uh, but you need the best agent. If you're looking for a house, you need somebody who knows how to negotiate, knows this market is moving differently now in just in the last couple of months. We look at realestateagentsitrust.com uh, for the best agents in the market, the top selling real estate agent in your area. The people we work with, I believe, are the best of the best. It's a uh, extensive interview, and we have got about, I think, nine or 10,000 people on a waiting list to work for us or work with us, and we don't take them because we want to make sure we can really watch all of the agents that we have and make sure you're satisfied. You'll see a difference. You need a real estate agent. It's a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Hey, don't forget... Uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to Blaze TV and save. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Let me say uh, hello to Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, which is a podcast you can find wherever you get your podcast. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I am... I go through these weird phases here recently to where I am absolutely sure we are coming undone quickly. And then Mm. I go through these periods where I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I and I'm back into the oh, dear God, look what is coming our way. Mm -hmm. Um, You what I talk to you about every day is very difficult uh, to, and it's intentionally designed this way. It's very difficult to, uh, to see it because it's a whole forest. And to understand the forest, I have to talk about the individual trees. So what I'm laying out today, and this is one of those broadcasts or podcasts, you should listen to it in its entirety to truly understand. Um, what I'm laying out today is the emergencies that are coming our way and why they are being um, why they're being created. The people are cre- the politicians and the left are creating these problems so they can offer the solution. And just like the Fed, the Fed is now saying, you know what, we're going to fix this thing. They created the problem. How do you expect them to solve it? They knew this problem in 2008, and they've been working on a different system ever since because they knew this would collapse, and they never told you about it. Why is it we're not hearing about things? Why is it it's deny, 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 deny? Okay, it is happening, but it's not that. Oh, yes, it is. Why is that happening? Because they know they can't get it past you if you pay attention. So uh, there's a couple of things that we are watching, and I just want to quickly go through this. Yesterday we covered this, and we're going to be covering it a lot in the next two weeks. Next week, the World Health Assembly, the governing body of the World Health Organization, the WHO, we know who they are. Remember, they were protecting China. They weren't giving us any of the details. They're meeting in Geneva, Switzerland to discuss the next step in their pandemic treaty. 
Um, and uh, it's it's great. Representatives from 193 nations will be attending, including the U.S. You know, one country that wasn't invited. Strange. But again, the WHO is not protecting China. The only country not invited was Taiwan. Anyway, uh, the director general of the WHO explained that this treaty, this new treaty um, is a priority, but it's not a new treaty. And that's important to understand. This is just a few things we just have to clean up the language on. So this doesn't have to go back to the Senate and receive two thirds vote Mm. because we're just changing some of the things in there. This is what the uh, the director general of the WHO said. We all want a world in which science triumphs over misinformation. Okay, I'm spotting problems there already. Solidarity triumphs over division. Well, not if you're going the wrong direction. And equity is a reality, not an aspiration. No, equity is not equality. I want nothing to do with equity. We are one world. We have one health. We are one, WHO. No, uh-uh, nope. Now, something that this administration has not announced, they quiet release released this a couple of weeks ago. The Biden administration is pushing for amendments to the World Health Organization pandemic um, uh, declaration. It would essentially allow the director general of the WHO to declare a public health emergency in any country and unilaterally coerce its citizens to take certain actions. Mm. So in other words, if the director general and the WHO say, you've got to shut your businesses down, Congress, the president, has nothing they can do. It's an international treaty, and we'd be in violation. And there's penalties applied to not doing things. Um, and these are all these suggestions are coming from the Biden administration. So new emergency powers taken away from our con- uh, company, our country and given overseas. Now, when uh, we first went into covid, everyone said, Donald Trump, you have to have you have to use the the Defense Production Act to get these things done. And thank God he said, no, all I have to do is call these companies and ask them. They're patriotic and they know what's good for them or what's good for the country is good for them. I just called them and asked them and they did it. No, you got to invoke the Defense Production Act. The reason why they wanted that him to use it is so they could say Donald Trump used the same thing. This is fascistic. Now, this is made for a time of war when the government says everybody's got to make bullets. Okay. That's what the Defense Production Act is all about. Not for baby formula, especially not when the government itself caused the shortage. So yesterday, um, he invoked the Def- Defense Production Act. And uh, he is directing now suppliers what to do with ingredients to baby formula and to make sure that uh, they are buying up the ingredients and doing everything they need. Well, that's what the free market does. Okay. And it's incentivized to do that. 
When there's a need, everyone's incentivized to produce it. But he doesn't like the free market. So he is now, and they just, um, uh, Congress just voted yesterday with Nancy Pelosi to go ahead and authorize not only this, but emergency spending. Billion dollar new emergency spending. 28 uh, million of that is going to the baby food companies so they can, well, no, it's actually going to the FDA who oversee the baby food companies because they only have nine inspectors. Now, I want you to know what caused this. There were some really tragic deaths of infants, and the speculation was they were all having the same formula from one company. So the company voluntarily, they weren't told to do it, they voluntarily recalled all their baby formula. But then they tested They tested in autopsies of the children, and then they also tested the baby formula. They were not getting sick because of this baby formula. They were getting sick by something else we don't know. So it wasn't this company's baby formula, but they pulled it all off the shelf. But if you're going to have a problem and people are saying that that's yours, the FDA steps in and says, hold on, hold on just a second. We need to inspect before you start opening things up again. Well, the FDA only has nine inspectors. And $28 million would really help them hire what? A, a million inspectors? How many? In- <laughs> what? They only have nine inspectors. So they haven't given their all clear They have been sitting on this since January. So this is a problem created by our federal government. The private sector could have gotten right back to work had our FDA done what it was supposed to do. But they don't do that anymore. They're looking for equity. And, you know, we can't look around factories to see if they've got germs. What is that? We're looking for (laughs) equity right now. So uh, Mm. now it's going to take another eight weeks before we have baby formula uh, on. And I want you to know this emergency was caused by the federal government. Now, here's another emergency that we're getting into. We talked about fuel that you were going to pay about six dollars, not in California, in the middle of the country. You're going to pay about six dollars. By the way, in Washington state, gas stations already are out of gas. You go to Auburn, you go to the Tri-Cities in eastern Washington, gas is out. So we have gas shortages, literally. You're not going to be able to fill your gas tank up. But if you can, you're going to be paying $6 a gallon. And that is not gas stations gouging you. That is the problem created by the federal government and ESG, the public-private partnership. So yesterday, somebody really important really understood the full ramifications of ESG and buying Twitter. The S&P Dow Jones Index has removed Tesla from the S&P 500. Now, to be traded on the S&P 500 is a big deal. 
you're not traded, you're dropped from the S&P 500, that also is a very big deal. Now, Tesla, the company that is leading the world on electric cars, the guy is building a rocket so we can get into space because he believes the fate of the human race is at stake because of global warming. There couldn't be a bigger, more visible uh, activist who's actually doing things about it than Elon Musk. But because of Tesla's lack of published details related to its low-carbon strategy... What? They're building electric cars. Because they haven't published some of their details related to their low-carbon strategy and other business conduct codes. Now, would that be like, uh, I don't know, no unions? ESG has kicked in and gave them a lower score than Exxon. (laughs) Okay? Their Mm. E-score in ESG for the environment is lower than Exxon, and all Exxon produces is fossil fuels, which Elon Musk is trying to get out of. Elon Musk was pretty clear yesterday. Uh, He said, wow, uh, this is a sham. You think, Elon? Said this is extraordinarily dangerous. It's arbitrary arbitrary, and clearly motivated by politics. No. Yesterday, I sent him a copy of my book called The Great Reset. It looks like he was red-pilled yesterday. He came out, you know, he said this a couple of days ago, but he reinforced it yesterday. He said, I always thought the Democrats, I voted for them because I thought they were the nice guys. And I think that's where most people were. They're like, those guys are nice and the Republicans are mean. He said, boy, did I wake up. I am voting all Republican. Now, Elon, I would like to red pill you again. (laughs) I wish we had faith in the Republican Party, but it's better than voting and pushing the garbage from the extreme radicalized left. Blinds.com is here to tell you all about a 40% site-wide sale that they are having. Blinds.com has the expertise and the vast selection necessary to help you find the perfect window treatments for your home. By the time they're done, your house is going to look like it had an entire extreme makeover. They have both indoor and outdoor products, so your deck or patio can look as amazing as the interior of your house. And they've made the whole process easier than ever by giving you access to expert design consultants who are really, really good, all free, and the local pros that can uh, handle the installation. You can do it yourself, but I like to have the pros do it because it's always uh, then I spend the next year going, we should have had the pros do it because, I mean, you hung the curtains. Yeah, honey. Yeah, we save money, but they're crooked. Blinds.com, the number on uh, number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Uh, we've used them several times. They're great. Blinds.com, save 40% site-wide. Blinds.com, that's blinds.com. Rules and restrictions do apply. The Glenn Back Program.
So it's, uh, what is it, day number two of the Sussman trial that is going on now? This is um, the trial about, you know, the conspiracy to take Trump out uh, uh, with the Fusion GPS. Durham is prosecuting narrowly here uh, against uh, Sussman, a guy who was working for Hillary Clinton. Um, but he's using this case to lay out the wider conspiracy with the uh, Clinton campaign, the DNC, Fusion GPS, Perkins Coy, and the media. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, there were emails accidentally released um, that the Clinton campaign was keeping from the intelligence uh, community. It shows that the mainstream media was taking direction from Fusion GPS. So the guy who knows really all about this and uh, and issued the subpoena for those documents, which they said they didn't have, oh, looks like they did, uh, was Devin Nunes. Uh, he's going to be on with us here in uh, just a few minutes, get his take on uh, all of it. Uh, he's also, he's out now. He's working for um, uh, Donald Trump. He's the CEO of Trump Media and the Technology Group, and they are putting together their a truth social desktop version that's released today. Uh, and so we're going to talk to him a little bit about that, but, but really focus on what's happening with Sussman uh, and get his take on, does he have any faith now? You know who I'm having on in a couple of weeks? Bill Barr. Oh, he's coming into town and we're going to do a, hmm. you know, a, an hour, hour and a sit half down sit thing. down. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to talk to him about all of this. Yeah. You know, um, all right, that's uh, that's all coming up. Devin Nunez is next at the top of the hour. Oh, and one other thing. Uh, I am going to be out this summer uh, doing kind of a very intimate uh, kind of storytelling thing. I'll tell you more about it next hour. You're going to want to go. Coming up. This is the Glenn Back Program. Joe Biden practically has missiles launched at us mm-hmm. before breakfast every day. <laughs> um, all right. Let me tell you about sweat block. I have to tell you, this is the greatest invention ever. This is like completely reinventing antiperspirant and deodorant. Uh, in the summer, I sweat like a pig and I don't know how much pigs actually sweat, but I offend myself. Sometimes I will change my shirt two or three times during a day if I'm outside working. Um, it, it is it is awful, awful. I've tried their deodorant stick, and I thought that was good. I now have tried the uh, sweat block um, wipes, which you use once a week. It's. I really want to walk up to people and say, I've been sweating really hard all day. Smell my shirt. Smell, smell my shirt. I mean, nobody has taken me up on it yet, but it's a. I mean, it's crazy. Sweatblock.com, promo code Beck, get 20% off. Sweatblock.com, uh, promo code Beck, or get it at Amazon.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Well, the Durham investigation is... Durham is starting to build his case. This is day number two of uh, Michael Sussman's trial. And what Durham is doing is building a case against not just Sussman, but he's building it in such a way it could ensnare Hillary Clinton as well. Uh, And, oh, that would just be a sweet, 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 sweet day. Now, I heard something this weekend uh, from uh, uh, Devin Nunes, who who used to be the Intel Committee chair, uh, and uh, he was subpoenaing all these papers. And uh, they were never turned over. I guess say, you know, hey, they, where did I put all those documents you were looking for? I just can't. I, man, I wish I could find them uh, for you. I really do, Devin, but I just I don't remember where I put them. Well, apparently they're now coming out. Uh, and is anybody going to go to jail just for that? Devin Nunes, former U.S. congressman and CEO now of Trump Media and Technology, We talk to him in 60 seconds. Relief Factor, are you or somebody you love in pain all the time? The reason why I say uh, somebody you love is because I listened to these commercials. They were on The Blaze, and I never tried it. These commercials were on The Blaze for probably three years, and I'm in agonizing pain. And I don't take it because, you know, it's people like me saying it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they're all telling me, I'd ask them off air, come on, do you really, I mean, it, does it really work? No, Glenn, it really does. I mean, I, I, I was having a problem with my knee and blah, blah, blah. And I still was like, oh, it won't work for me. Okay, my wife then said, what are you doing? Because I was like, honey, I, I think I should just retire because I really want to save my energy to do the things I want to do. And I'm in so much pain right now. She said, I'm not going to listen to you whine unless you try absolutely everything. Why haven't you tried that? Because it's not going to work. Well, I took it for three weeks, convinced it wasn't going to work. In fact, at the end of the three weeks, I said, it's not working. I stopped taking it. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, it is working. My pain is much better. And now I am pain free 99% of the time. It's Relief Factor. Just try it, please. ReliefFactor.com, 800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com, 1-800, the number four, relief. Feel the difference. Devin Nunes, uh, the CEO of Trump Media and Technology. He's uh, running TruthSocial.com. They have a new desktop version of Truth Social that is out today. We'll talk about that coming up in just a second. Devin, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Glenn, it's great to be back on with you. Yeah, I know. We miss you. We miss you. Um, Tell me what's happening in your view with um, Durham and the Sussman uh, trial. It. I, I keep going back and forth, Devin, and I, I bet you're probably the same of like, wait a minute, this people could actually be held responsible for something in America. That doesn't happen. Uh, and then I go back to, well, no, it's I, the same game. Which is it? it? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of uh, all the above. Mm. So what you have to look at is Durham, from my perspective, is doing an unbelievable job under very difficult circumstances. Yes. So you have to remember the whole cabal in D.C., the magical kingdom there, they were against Durham I mean, at, at every level. I mean, almost, you know, even in some spaces of the Republican Party, 
of Durham actually being able to, to do his job. Durham has methodically went through the process to put all of the evidence together. I'll take you back to our investigation. We were the ones that uncovered all of this. We made 14 criminal referrals based on circumstantial evidence. What Durham has slowly done through interviews and finally getting documents that you referred to in your opening segment that we didn't have access to. So he, he is putting together direct evidence. But let me tell you the, the clear sign to me that Durham is doing a thorough job under tough circumstances. And that is that for the first time in my lifetime, Glenn, and you probably agree with, with me on this, there has not been a leak from yes. the Durham investigation. Yes. And that tells me that, that if you look at Durham's history, he has a, a long history of taking being a no BS guy, no leaks. And, you know, this guy's a, I don't know, 30 plus year prosecutor um, has, has really looked in, in the past into the intelligence agencies. So the fact that there's been no leaks, I think tells everybody and me, especially that Durham's doing a thorough job. Now, what are Durham's problems? What are his challenges? Well, one, he knows that there's a grand conspiracy here, right? They were all involved from the Clinton campaign to the DNC to Fusion GPS to Steele and his phony dossier Correct. to the dirty cops at DOJ and FBI to Obama and Biden, all the above, including and most importantly, probably the fake news media who Correct. was totally in on this and continue to cover it up. So where does that leave Durham? He is now taking a small piece of, of what is the entire conspiracy with the Sussman character, who's one of the top lawyers for Clinton. He's brought this case. He had to bring it in Washington, D.C. Cesspool, a disaster, right? Because you've got all kinds of incestuous relationships yep. between the judge allowing you know, jurors to be on that are clearly left wing to the judge's wife being the lawyer for one of the two lovebirds that was involved in this Jeez. that worked at the DOJ. <laughs> so, and, and the kind of the list goes on and on of, of the incestuous uh, relationships there. So Durham and, and finally, you've got 95% of the people who didn't vote for Donald Trump, who are probably going to see this as a, you know, everybody Correct. versus Donald Trump and the Republicans uh, case. It. So Sussman, and, and if you look at it, kind of final point, Sussman in any normal circumstance, if he was, I guarantee you, if he was in any other state, you know, perhaps even New York and California, this guy would never have pled not guilty. Correct. So he is rolling the dice that he will get a jury deadlocked and 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 skate scot free. Now, look, he's playing uh, uh, high stakes poker here because his only other option was to turn over the evidence on the DOJ, FBI, Clintons, and the DNC. He may, you know, Clintons have a history of people just disappearing. So <laughs> the guy had probably a tough choice. So um, he's also, it looks as though he's laying the groundwork to actually go up the ladder. Um, I, I would think that he was hoping that Sussman would flip, uh, and, which he's not going to, but uh, flip and then turn over the goods because everything that Sussman is saying is just so, it just doesn't work. The FBI said they, they debunked the, um, you know, the, the communication between Donald Trump and the Russian bank by that afternoon. They got it in the morning and the first afternoon they said, yeah, this is not real. But the media, well, and also, go ahead. 
and Glenn, what's not also not believable here is just in the testimony that in the last in the last couple of days, we're only two days into this. Even the people that are pro, that are that are testifying on behalf of the prosecution, they're all in bed together. They're all part of the conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Like you can't say that James Baker, one of the top FBI lawyers, who by the way, speaking of incestuous relationships, is now one of the top lawyers at Twitter. Right, the guy gets basically booted, goes out in disgrace from the Jeez. FBI ends up in a, in a cushy job at, at Twitter, another one of the left wing's op- operations. So when you, when you just look at it in, in total here, um, you know, I think that you, you we're going to be in a situation here where, you know, who knows what's going to happen, but they clearly are all in on this. So Durham's got a tough job. Now, he's able to expose a lot of this, right? If the, you know, if the American people are, are listening. Now, it gets more interesting because the second indictment that he brought was brought against a guy named Danchenko, who was essentially born mm-hmm. in Russia, moved to the U.S., worked at left-wing Brookings Institution. Mm-hmm. He was the, for lack of a better term, the avatar. He was their deep Russian source for the dossier. Right. Now, I think what we're going to see through that is, is this guy was just the avatar. He, he was just, like, signed his name to it. Um, but he didn't really have he didn't have any information because they just made it all up. So it was kind of a circular move from Clinton DNC say we got to get dirt on Trump goes to fusion. They make up a Hollywood script. They give it to Christopher Steele and others. That gets to Danchenko. Danchenko says, "Oh yes, there is a P tape right in Moscow of Donald Trump and prostitutes or whatever the hell he was making up." But Danchenko's issue is is that in Virginia, Northern Virginia. You don't have the 95% uh, problem uh, that, that you do in Washington, D.C. Mm. All right. So let me uh, let, let me go here. There was a, a, a trove of emails from Fusion GPS that were supposed to be under seal uh, and they were released. And that includes, uh, you know, the information that it looks like the media was in on this tons of regular correspondence between the media and fusion gps do you do you believe the media knew that they were carrying water and doing opposition uh against donald trump well yeah they were i mean they were in on it i mean we know that now we we knew it circumstantially right and actually that the investigative reporter lee smith who wrote the book the plot against the president which is probably the definitive history of that time period, I mean, he actually called all this out, put it all together, Glenn, without the emails. <laughs> so the emails are, when I, when, I, when I say direct evidence, Lee Smith built that circumstantial case. I mean, we knew, uh, essentially, you know, rough numbers. There were 20 reporters that we knew were in direct contact with Fusion GPS, the DNC, just by following, you know, their, their social media posts, the stories they wrote, the quotes that were given how the Clinton campaign would follow up. So it was a whole operation. And, you know, for for good or bad, um, and we continue to struggle with this with with Republicans and conservatives across the country, until you understand that 95% of the media, you have to either ignore, ignore 100%, or you have to read it as, okay, whatever they're saying, it's likely the opposite of what they're saying. It's crazy. Right? So, so that's, and that's, I think that's the biggest challenge that we have uh, outside of social media that I know we'll, we'll, we'll get to, the, the funnel, so to speak, that puts the fake news through. But 
what what boggles my mind, and granted, I've been through this for for the last five six years, you know, dealing with the Russia hoax and the fake news media, as many times as I tell even my former colleagues in Congress, uh, pundits or conservative pundits, uh, probably listeners on your show, ninety five percent of what you see is fake, and you have to ignore it. If not, they are mm-hmm. successful in planting seeds in your mind mm-hmm. for fake news which is how they are able to spread their propaganda mm-hmm. and, and ruin this country. Um, and it, I, it boggles my mind, Glenn. I just can't get people to do that. Uh, I, I think it's getting easier to do that. I think more and more comes out. I think more people are being red-pilled yesterday with, um, with Elon Musk. Um, by the way, congratulations on the success of, uh, of Truth Social. I know that when Elon bought... Uh, uh, Twitter or was in the midst of it, he should have been the number one app. And he even pointed out, we're not the number one app. It's truth social. And that should say something. So first, congratulations on your success. Second, you're, you just released yesterday the, um, uh, the desktop version. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So basically web browser. So now anyone anywhere can go on to truthsocial.com sign up and get an account. So we started out beta testing in the Apple App Store. Uh, we fully launched it about a month ago. Uh, yesterday, we launched the web browser version. So no matter what kind of phone or desktop or anything you have, you can go on, get an account, mm. and you can get on. And, and, and look, it's a fun environment. I think that's the main thing that people are seeing on True Social, Glenn, is people that have been booted off or just left the other platforms are getting onto True Social. They love the environment. And because we're bringing back, we're making social media fun again, and we have all these great meme makers and people that put up funny stuff who were banned from all the other sites. And, the, you know, and I think the best part overall, you know, we've built this block by block without using any of the tech tyrants. This is 100 percent uncancelable by the tech tyrants. And, and that's why, you know, we are that family friendly, safe place to come. And people are just having a good time. And, um, you know, it's amazing how many people uh, have come over that, that are on you know, both Twitter and Instagram, and now have more followers and get more engagement than what they had on the other platforms. Fantastic. You, um, I read, I think this week, that you guys are talking about becoming a streaming service. So you would be uh, coming up against, uh, I mean, the blaze, but you'd, I would imagine Fox News is, is the main target there. Yeah, I think, well, some of that, you got to be careful about what the, what the fake news says. So you know, what we're looking at as we go public is what are the opportunities that are out there uh, where you have woke corporations that are destroying this country where you're leaving half of America as a potential market? Yes. And so the, the goal of, our, of the company, what President Trump wants to do is give the American people their voice back. Right? Donald Trump didn't need a new company. I didn't need a new job. But we knew the importance of opening up social media. Yeah. Now, with that comes all these opportunities. But we really see, uh, you know, true, true social and TMTG as the tide that lifts all boats. Right. So yeah. if we get all the conservatives, people in the center, people even center left, by the way, who we do have now on true social. If they all come to our, you know, to our platform at that point, it's going to help everyone out. Yes, right? I agree. Because Lindbeck and the Blaze can post your, you know, you yeah. can post the link. 
And, you know, you're not going to get buried like you do on the other platform. Yeah. So it's working already for so many people. This is um, I mean, I'm so thrilled for the success um, because it does lift all boats. And we need uh, we need a separate and parallel economy, Uh, at least until this thing collapses on its own weight. We can't just wait around and take the scraps from people who are working against us. We, We need to put our money with people who are working with us and for us. So, Devin. Exactly. Yeah, thank you so much. All the best. We'll talk again. Hey, Glenn, thank you so much. You Great bet. to be with you again. All right, bye-bye. Right now, what is taught in your child's school is um, probably how to identify pronouns of multiple gender, uh, uh, genders, and they're being taught how to, uh, well, um, you know, how many... Uh, transsexuals does it take to stop uh, some sort of legislation that's probably your math problems now Uh, it's happening right in front of our eyes and you have got to get your kids out of school if at all possible get your kids out of these public schools the teachers unions are, are destroying us along with our department of education but Tuttle twins can help you can help you fight back. The Tuttle Twins, it's a series of books that talk about all of the things that made us who we are, but they put them together in a really fun sort of way so your kids understand the concepts. This is a book that I think is really, really great, and they're making it free uh, while supplies last. All you have to do is pay for shipping. Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business. But it's actually all just about how these kids, they, you know, wanted to make a theater and, you know, do acting and everything else uh, and how they wanted to open this theater and do plays. How do you do it? How do you what is business like? What, What do you need? And it teaches your kids in a very fun way exactly everything they need, including what the definition of a monopoly is and what the definition of competition is this is a great book that every family every grandparent should have for their kids i think your seven-year-old could probably read all of this but you can start reading it to your kids and it's fun tuttle twins and the spectacular show business get it free just pay for the cost of shipping now at tuttletwinsbeck.com that's tuttletwinsbeck.com 10 seconds station id Oh, my gosh. I can I, the uh, the Elon Musk thing yesterday was just phenomenal. The fact that uh, Elon Musk Tesla was dropped from the uh, S&P 500. It's hard to believe. Yeah, it is. Uh, but then again, not if you know what ESG is made mm, to do. Yeah. It is made to punish those who stand up against the machine. Yeah. And he has to be punished. Uh, and he was red-pilled yesterday. Yeah. They want to teach him a lesson. The, how oh, dare yeah. you? How dare you try to break free yeah. from uh, the chains that we shackle you with? And it's amazing. It's, it's crazy. Um, and if, <clears throat> do we have time? Uh, cut number eight real quick. Play cut number eight. Here's Joe Biden talking about courage. Do you have it? No. Uh, I'm looking for Biden asked for courage to regulate the Internet. Um, it is, it's a, it's an amazing, uh, clip 
that uh, he's like, we, we've got to regulate things. We've just got to stomp free speech out. Do you have it? Here it is. Oh, you don't. This is where this yeah. is coming from, no. 60 to 70 percent. You can't prevent people from being radicalized to violence. There it is. But we can address the relentless exploitation of the Internet to recruit and mobilize terrorism. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So we just need to have the courage to do that. Yes. To stand up. Stand wow. up. Have the courage to shut people down. To shut people down. That's to stop free speech. Right. We just got to have the courage to See, stop free speech. Back when the Patriot <clears throat> Act and we were stupid enough to go along with it. Um, back when that was going, we all thought that we understood what a terrorist was. We never mm-hmm. thought it would be turned on people in our own country. Uh, you know, unless they were, you know, living in the hills someplace and, you know, they were bombing, you know, whatever, from abortion clinics to bridges, whatever. We thought that would never be used against us. This is why small government is so important. You can never give them the power or they will use it on you eventually. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org This country is facing an extremely significant slowdown as we move closer and closer to the brink of recession. Everything costs more. And as I laid out in the first uh, hour of this broadcast, uh, it's going to get worse, much worse. Inflation, we are at the beginning of this. You're going to be paying $6 a gallon for gasoline this summer. That's not me. That's J.P. Morgan Chase coming out and saying that. You need to be saving money everywhere. Best thing you can do is pay off your high-interest debt uh, you know, and, and, or shorten the loans. But if you have credit cards, right now you're probably paying 20% a month on borrowing of that money for your credit cards. Get out of that. You're never going to be able to pay these things off. Contact American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. They will help you save the money you need to save. American Financing, 800-906-2440. Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear, Stephen Crowder, Steve Dason, me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com. Use the promo code Glenn. Hello. Welcome to the program. Yesterday, uh, yesterday it was announced, believe it or not, by uh, Taylor Lorenz of the Washington Post. She was the one who outed the person that runs Libs of TikTok, gave her home address, gave her home address out. I guess that's the new thing, you know, just come march at people's houses. Uh, I don't recommend that at my house. Uh, I really just. I don't. My neighbors, even the police in my uh, town, uh, and we know this because we heard them. Uh, we had a problem at the house, and I heard dispatch give my address while I was on the phone. We had a 911, and I uh, heard him give the address on the phone. And the cop who was in the car responding said, The compound? <laughs> so march all you want, <laughs> sincerely. I'd love to welcome you. Anyway, uh, Taylor Lorenz, uh, she had the scoop yesterday. The Department of Homeland Security's new disinformation governance board 
may be placed in the uh, ash heap of history. Uh, it um, it was well, it died. OK, uh, because mm-hmm. of right wing attacks. Yeah. Um, misinformation. There was just so much misinformation on the misinformation, misinformation. governance board. Right. That, that they could if they couldn't handle the rollout, <laughs> uh, you know, wow, is that that's uh, that's bad. So anyway, uh, the uh, the board has been, quote, intentionally mischaracterized. Now, I think uh, it's unconstitutional. They knew it. Uh, they knew mm-hmm. the people in the Democratic Party were like, ah, uh, this makes me a little nervous. Uh, maybe we shouldn't do this. Um, people, when the Democrat, when the Democrats, who I remind you are now socialists who are fighting for the destruction of America, when they think it's gone too far, <laughs> what is that saying? Uh, but uh, our new uh, Jean-Pierre or is that her name? Jean-Pierre. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the new White House spokesperson, and she is every bit. I don't want to hear anybody say anything different. She is every bit as good as uh, Kamala Harris. And <laughs> here she is uh, discussing yesterday's announcement that the disinformation board has been banned. The board has never convened. Uh, it, uh, so that's it, it never convened. And it, and the board is uh, is yes, the board is uh, mm-hmm. is is pausing is, in the oh. sense that it will not convene while former Secretary oh, Chertoff and former Deputy AG Gorlick uh, do their mm-hmm. assessment. Ah. Uh, but the departments work across several administrations to address disinformation that threatens huh. the security of our country sure. is critical and that will indeed continue. And again, neither uh, neither. Jankovic nor the board have anything to do with the censorship or with removing content from anywhere. Their role is to ensure that national security officials are updated on how misinformation is affecting the the threat Mm. the threat environment. Uh Uh, She uh, she has strong credentials and a history of calling out misinformation from both the left and the right. Uh uh, All right, Uh of course she does. Does the White House play a role at all in whether it should be paused or what should happen with with the board? No. First of all. Like I said, this this is what's happening. There is a pause. Uh, we did not have an in- involvement in this at all. Wow, that is um, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, the Ministry of Truth has been <laughs> collapsed. I think by Twitter. I think it was Elon Musk. I do. Uh, just him saying, "I'm going to at some point take over Twitter," has allowed this violent rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Uh, to and really disinformation, almost malinformation, wouldn't you say, Pat? Absolutely. Uh, to spread mm-hmm. against this loving, really, like almost a nurturing, a, a nurturing grandfather's mm-hmm. lap of a government. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? A creepy grandfather <laughs> uh, that sniffs One your that hair. Smells your hair. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And touches you when you don't want to be touched. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And in places you don't want to be touched in. Well, so, I don't um, know if that is. I mean, usually it's the it's the little African American kids that rub the hair on his leg. That <laughs> yeah, so, right. I mean, right. Look and at them. Look, look at the at way him. they were dressed. They were in swimsuits <laughs> in the pool with him. They wanted it anyway. Um, now the mm. New York Times. If you're reading the New York Times, and see, this is what is so dangerous. They are radicalizing half the country. I will tell you right now, the person that comes up with a way to return to our Constitution, and that means that it doesn't always cut the Republican way. 
There are things that the Constitution will allow that maybe I don't necessarily like. It's just been so long since it's cut that way that we don't, we don't recognize it. But a true constitutional government will do things that will be like, no, but we have to do that. Nope. Sorry. Uh, so it's it's not a right thing. It's a uh, it's a freedom thing. And that great. I should I should trademark that the Constitution. It's a freedom thing. Wow, that could spread That's powerful. Like, it could yeah. spread like I'm going to call Kamala on that <laughs> and get her opinion because she'll I mean, she's the one who told me last time, you know, a slogan is so important to s- sloganize. And when oh, okay. you sloganize yeah. slogans, yeah. the slogan becomes a slogan. And it helps not just the sloganer, but the slogan Yeah, I think. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Were yeah. you on that call with me? I, I was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, the New York Times is now reporting that um, over the past decade, the Anti-Defamation League, which used to be somewhat credible, I mean, it was credible for for a a long time, but it hasn't been credible for probably at least the last eight or 10 years and started losing its credibility around 2000. Um, It is a political organ only, but uh, they've done a study and there's been 450 uh, killings in uh, just just in the last decade Mm -hmm. from extremists. 450 murders committed by political extremists. And of the 450 killings, 75% of them. Almost all of them. Yeah, 75% right-wing extremists. And and they use, as an example, for instance, the 10 victims in Buffalo. Yeah, from that Mm -hmm. right-wing extremist. Yeah. Except he wasn't. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he wasn't. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, By the way, uh, 20%. Uh, was uh, left-wing extremists. Uh, no, no, 20% I'm sorry, no, was 20, Islamic. Islamic extremist. Yeah. Only 4% of any <laughs> right. kind of violence is coming from the left. Right. Okay, they so almost never get violent. Right. Uh, and so this is, this is from the New York Times. And the way they write this, it is truly incredible. This data shows the American political right has a violence prob- pl- problem and has Jeez. no equivalent on the left. <laughs> Antifa? And 10 victims in the Buffalo past week in the Buffalo shooting are now part of this right-wing toll. No, no they're not. Yeah. Read not. his manifesto. He tells you he's not on the right. Uh, Jonathan Greenblatt from the ADL says, quote, the numbers don't lie. Okay. <laughs> no, they, no but you the, lie about the numbers. Yeah, the people, who, yeah. the people who are using the numbers are definite liars. But this is important. Listen to this phrase. It is important to emphasize, this is from the New York Times, important to emphasize that not all extreme violence comes from the right. Okay. And that the precise explanation for any one attack can be murky, involving a mixture of ideology, mental illness, gun access, and more. Okay? So Mm. what they're doing is they are presenting Mm -hmm. facts that are absolutely (laughs) untrue Mm -hmm. and then following that up with, and we're reasonable. Look, I mean, you Mm -hmm. know... The left does do things. So to the people who read just the New York Times, they are being taught that we are extremists. There's a great article uh, in the Washington Examiner today um, from their Seattle bureau 
Uh, and the the New York Times, I'm sorry, this is from the uh, Washington Examiner. The New York Times sent a reporter from its Seattle bureau to Idaho to find out what was up with the election. Well, the Washington Examiner just posted uh, kind of a, a dissection of what they did. So this was published on Sunday for the New York Times. Now, now listen to this. The New York Times uh, reporter, Baker, attended a candidate forum in northern Idaho, apparently replete with John Birch Society adherents and other assorted fringe attendees, not to mention candidates. The candidates you will not have heard of, in fact, I barely know who most of them are, but I include their names from Baker's parade of horribles below for a reason. Uh, he writes in the in the New York Times, they clapped as one candidate advocated machine guns for everyone and another called for the state to take control of the federal lands. That, by the way, is not extremist. That's law. The Supreme Court has ruled twice. The federal government doesn't care. They've done a really good job, though, of oh. making those people complete nutbags. Oh, yeah. Nutbags. They're not. A militia activist, writes the New York Times, who was once prosecuted for his role in, in, in the infamous 2014 standoff with federal agents in Nevada. He promised to be a true representative of the people. Then there was Eric Parker, who was also involved in the standoff and has founded the Three Percenters Group in Idaho, running for state Senate. Meanwhile, Ann Ammon Bundy, who led the armed takeover of an Oregon wildlife refuge in 2016, is also running for governor, but doing so as an independent after calling the current Republican Party corrupt and wicked. Spencer Hutchins, this is all New York Times. A candidate for the state house was the one who advocated making machine guns generally available. Scott Trotter, a candidate for U.S. Senator, uh, promised to sing a Christian worship song on the floor of the chamber on his first day in office. Dorothy Moon, a candidate for Secretary of State, called for Idaho, which is one of the nation's highest concentrations of public lands, to reclaim control of them from the federal government. State Representative Priscilla Giddings, who was censured by her colleagues after she publicly identified a state capital intern who reported uh, that she had been raped by a state lawmaker, is running for lieutenant governor. Scott Bedke, an anti-abortion pro-gun constitutional conservative, is running against her. She ended her campaign speech at the Bonners Ferry Forum with an ominous message saying, if uh, she didn't win, people should plant gardens and keep buying ammo. That's how they described what was happening in Idaho. Now, let's just go over a few. Dorothy Moon, that was the last. She came closest to winning her race for Secretary of State. Um, she was uh, campaigning against Mark Zuckerberg's potential interference in Idaho elections. She lost by two points. But now let's say, let's look at uh, Priscilla, uh, uh, State Representative Priscilla Keep buying ammo, Giddings. She lost her three-way race for lieutenant governor by nine points. Scott Trotter, who Baker point out was promising to sing a Christian hymn, he lost by <laughs> 57 points. Eric Parker, the militiaman candidate, lost by 26 points. These were never mainstream candidates. And Ammon Bundy dropped out completely. Dropped out? He, was, he hey, didn't even run at right. the end. He wasn't even on the ballot. Right. He's going to run as an independent in the general. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. They are doing everything on the national 
and the level internally as a government and the media is furthering this, your neighbors who might just read the New York Times and listen to mainstream media have no idea who you are. It is important that we reinforce our goodness, our decency, because it, they're doing this because, hey, they're for abortion. California, for abortion three days after birth. Okay? Uh, it, it's crazy. They are the extremists. We are not. We are not. And your neighbor who might vote for Democrats is seeing this stuff and they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't. The Republicans are crazy. That's that's not the Republicans. That's not the Republicans. That's who they're trying to make everyone who voted for a Republican feel like you have to counter that. And the only way to counter that is with decency and kindness. Set the record straight peacefully and with kindness. Patriot Mobile is uh, here. Um, Patriot Mobile is is an amazing service. You're paying way too much for your cell service right now. You are. I want you to check out Patriot Mobile. You'll get the same great coverage uh, because they're on the same towers as everybody else. Um, and uh, you're going to save money. You're going to have better customer service by far. Uh, and they have plans to fit any budget. So work with them. Find the one that's right for you. Here's, the, here's where the rubber meets the road. This is a company that is... Kind of like Truth Social. We were just talking to uh, Devin Nunez, and he was like, you know, we can't do business with these companies that are that are not with us. You're right. Um, we need a parallel economy. We need to work with companies that are fighting with us. Patriot Mobile is one of those companies. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. You do have a viable option here. Get out. 972-PATRIOT. Switch now. Get free activation if you use the offer code BECK. It's patriotmobile.com slash BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, I, uh, I want to announce that I am having a, uh, an art show um, again. This is at Park City Fine Art. This summer, we did one last, and it was so much fun. So much fun. Um, you have to make a, kind of a, uh, you have to do an RSVP. You can find that at Park City Fine Art. Um, but last year, we sold out. But people that were coming, even, you know, even those that didn't buy, we had a blast together. Um, I take you on a tour with about 30 people at a time. Uh, and I explain the paintings this this year. Um, you will see uh, paintings from World War II that I've, uh, I've done on Courage, um, uh, Ronald Reagan on the American Dream, um, a, a painting inspired by what's going on in Ukraine, uh, the Joe Lewis uh, uh, fight where he's down on the mat, but I call it the birth of a champion. Great story behind that. Abraham Lincoln. I just finished that. Orson Welles, Charlie Chaplin, Bill Pickett. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm going to show the paintings of Christ that I've done. I felt compelled to do them, but I'm not sure anybody would ever really hang them. They're very different, uh, but I may be, I, I, I may bring those as well. That is happening June 10th and 11th. Fine, uh, ParkCityFineArt.com. program. We're in the home stretch, Pat. In the home stretch. Do you think we can make it? Uh, I sure hope so. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. It's going to be tough, <laughs> it's though. It's going to be tough. It's a tough, it's a tough game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, have a, um, we have a mom on with us with a story that you're just not going to believe. It comes from Wisconsin. Uh, I mean, it just shows what we're all up against. Uh, but thank God people are standing up and, and fighting back. And I think personally, we are winning on this front if we continue to press. Uh, also, uh, Google announced... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Google announced that they think they are right around the corner from AGI. If you don't know what that is, you will by uh, the end of the hour. Uh, it is um, it's quite a radical concept that many people thought could never be done. if you have if you've ever received a call from school and your kids you know are either having trouble in class or they're in trouble they got into a fight or whatever it's not a good phone call never a good phone call um but this phone call came into a mom that her son is being investigated for sexual harassment and mom was like, wait, 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 my son, what? He's 13 years old. He's a A student. He and a couple of his other friends were involved in some sexual harassment. Uh, that's right. They refused to, uh, they refused to go along with the uh, with the gendering of of one of their classmates who insisted that he was they them and uh, they said no you're a he and uh, that's real there is no such thing you're only one person I'm they them no you're not you're one person I'm they them call me they them and they said no this has led to a sexual harassment charge by the school. So you know, this will carry a penalty um, just below if, I don't know, one of the kids kills a teacher. Uh, It is the same penalty applied to this as if the kids were arsonists and started the school on fire. Sincerely. We have mom who might be a little frank with us and her attorney, Luke Berg. We go there in 60 seconds. I want to talk to you about a charity that is really, truly the best. Uh, It's five out of five stars or four out of four stars, whatever it is. 
Um, it, it is one of the best charities out there. I've watched this charity for a long time. I've worked with this charity for a long time. I really like them. They're the Tunnel for Towers Foundation. This started um, after 9-11. They decided that they had to help the first responders family because all of these firemen and police officers lost their lives and the families were just destroyed. You know, now what do I do with the mortgage? I don't have anybody working in the house. So they decided that they were going to raise money to help all of those involved in 9-11. And then the war started and people started coming home or not coming home and they had mortgages and kids. And so what they do is if some first responder or military goes overseas and dies or is here in the United States and dies in the line of duty and they have kids, first thing they do is wipe out the mortgage. They take care of that. We have homeless veterans now. They are building tiny homes and gifting them to veterans. They are a tremendous group, tremendous. Would you join Tunnel to Towers in their mission to do good and do right by these people? $11 a month will make the world of difference. $11 a month. Just sign up now and be a part of this incredible movement at T, the number two T.org. That's T2T.org. So Rose Rabidou is the uh, is the uh, mom of the 13 year old Brayden. She's just one of the mothers, but she would agree to come on with us. Uh, and Luke Berg is uh, with the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. Um, he is for if I'm not mistaken, Luke, I want to get this right. You were with the Wisconsin Department of Justice, right? Yeah, before I joined Will, uh for about four years, and then I joined Will two and a half years ago. Okay, and you were the assistant attorney general, so you're a guy that knows, you know, the law in the state um, and have credibility because you were on the, the state side for, for a long time. Um, first of all, yeah. Rose, thank you for being on the program. Thank you for being brave enough to, to come on uh, and tell the story. Can you, in, in your own words, tell what's happened? Sure, absolutely. First of all, thank you for having us on. Uh, this is outrageous. It is outrageous. Sexual harassment has absolutely nothing to do with incorrect, incorrect pronouns, proper pronouns, whatever you want to call it. Misgendering, I think, is the phrase. Uh, Rose. Misgendering. <laughs> so, so this the student, the student who is a girl dresses like a girl, wears makeup like a girl, decided last month to tell the entire class that she wanted to be referred to as they, them. And it wasn't even that these boys refused. They were confused. My son came home confused. Mom, they are plural pronouns, and I don't understand how to use them. And so I told him to call her by name. But if you didn't, she let you have it. And that's what she was doing. She was letting one of his friends have it because he misgendered. He used the wrong pronoun. And Brayden stood up and said, he doesn't have to use your pronouns. It's his constitutional right. And that God is why bless I have better. I know. Yeah. I know. And so he, he's a good kid. He's a straight A student, right? He is. Okay. He works hard. Has he been in trouble before? 
He has not been in trouble like this. Okay. He is a normal boy. Has he said a cuss word and I got a call from the principal? Sure. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. What kind of animal are you raising? So, Rose, my, I want you to know when my son was 13, he was an angel. Um, so, uh, so they, when you called the school, what did they say? Well, they called me. So the elementary school principal, he was the one in charge of just gathering the facts. And Mm -hmm. he called me forewarning me that he was going to be sending over this email with the sexual harassment allegations. And, you know, at first you think sexual harassment, oh my gosh, that's rape. That is inappropriate touching. Right. These are outrageous things. And, and my son is a kid. He is not sexually active. He is, is, is very much, you know, plays video games with his friends. Mm-hmm. He's a boy. Yeah. And, and so when he told me that it was for not using the proper pronouns, I, I just thought it was a joke. You and la- I told him that. Did you laugh? I, I did. Yeah. I, did. <laughs> I would have too. I said, this, this has got to be a joke. I told him this is wrong in so many ways and he wanted to meet with us the next day. So I get this, this generic form letter via email uh, with a blurb saying he is being charged sexual harassment for not using proper pronouns, but no detail, not who accused him, not what it is that he did. No information whatsoever. We, we meet with him on Tuesday and we go in and we're interrogated. And Braden is asked a bunch of questions to which Braden answers, honestly, did, did I make a mistake? Yes. Did I accidentally call her she or her? Yes. But I didn't mean to. I meant to call her by her name because I don't understand the pronouns. Well, I and, think he and, was right on his First Amendment right. Um, you have a right to do that. That's not sexual harassment. This is this is political correctness gone insane. Uh, Luke, uh, Luke, help me out here. What what does the law say? Have they charged? Have they charged Braden and his other friends? Uh, So it's it's an internal school investigation. So, you know, it's like a 90 day process where they're gathering information. And at the end of it, they'll decide what to do. And it could be, you know, a suspension or an expulsion at the worst. So it's not, it's not a criminal complaint. It's not a civil lawsuit yet. Right. Internal school investigation. And I could see if you had a reputation, I can see if you needed to gather the facts, why you would have 90 days, but this seems pretty darn simple, you know? Yeah. And actually title nine regulations and their own policy say, if you get allegations that even if proved wouldn't amount to sexual harassment, you shouldn't even start the investigation. You should dismiss it immediately. And that's what should have happened here, right? As soon as they heard uh, the, the allegations were solely for mispronouning, they shouldn't have even interviewed these boys. They should have just dismissed it immediately because there's nothing uh, anywhere in the law, nothing in the reg, nothing in the policy uh, that would cover mispronouning. This pronouning is not even a word much less in the law. Anywhere. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's, you know, what we've told the district is you should have, you should have dismissed this and you need to immediately dismiss this so that they don't have to go through this whole 90 day investigation and have this on their reputation have this on their record and have the stress of this uh, for 90 days. You need to dismiss it right away. So Rose, there's, there's a reason. I mean, I really like milk and cheese, but there's a reason I don't live in Wisconsin uh, because 
Wisconsin is the leading state of progressivism or has been for a long time. Is the area that you live in, is it real progressive or is this just the school? This is the school. And this is not. So I moved to this area in 2019 for this school district because everything that had been reported about this school district was it's great academically. Uh, the, the graduation rate was 98%. And we moved up here and, and COVID happened. And so I gave them a chance just because things were kind of out of whack with COVID. But this school district has not held up to, to its side at all. Uh, academically, I, I believe my, my children are bored. They, there's no homework. I knew something was wrong when there was no homework. And uh, and and now this is just this is completely outrageous. Um, all right. So, Luke, what what's I mean, because it's not enough for them just to um, say, oh, OK, we're not doing that or we're sorry or whatever. It, we have got to follow these things through so it doesn't happen again. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, the, the first and most important thing is. Uh, getting this off these kids' records. So sure. that's what we're asking the school district to do immediately. Uh, but we're also asking them to make changes so that this doesn't happen again, because this is this this is clearly inappropriate, obviously, and it seems to be a trend in the school district. We're actually aware of uh, another family who has had sexual harassment charges for a single comment, allegedly mispronouning uh, another student. So this is this is the district's uh, decision apparently to use the sexual harassment process as a weapon to force students uh, into their preferred mode of speaking. And that's obviously a huge First Amendment problem. So, yeah, we're asking them to make changes. Um, we'll see if they do. But but that's part of why we're calling attention to this publicly and, and talking about it publicly, because, you know, they need to be shamed. They need to this needs to be called attention to so that some changes are made. Uh, you please keep in touch with me. Let me know uh, what the outcome is on this and the twists and turns. We'd like to follow this. Uh, this is happening all over the country, not just all over your district. It's happening all over the country. The teachers unions are are responsible for a lot of it. That in the federal government as well, the Department of Education. Uh, and it is destroying our kids, just destroying us. And our it will in the end it destroy our nation. So thank you for the fight, Rose. Thank you for standing up. Uh, and I wish you and the, the other families all the best in this. God bless. Thank you. You thank bet. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. You bet. Back in just a minute. Let me tell you about uh, Goldline. We are about to hit an epic shift. Um, I don't know if you saw what happened to Elon Musk yesterday, but uh, the S&P 500 took Tesla off. Because they're not sure about the environmental record. Oh, and also some of his hiring practices look kind of dicey. Really? Is it because of unions? And is this because he's now become an enemy of the state? He was Tesla was taken off the S&P 500 for environmental reasons, while Exxon is number 10. This is craziness. Craziness. And it's going to get crazier and crazier. Uh, and I don't know about you, but I'm to the point where I just, I've worked hard for my money. You've worked hard for your money. And it's being devalued if I leave it in a bank. It's being devalued. I don't know what it's going to be worth if I invest it. I, with everything that's going on, I could lose everything. With inflation, 
it's just going to peter away anyway. There's no way to save anything. Gold or silver. That is an asset that will hold its value. It's designed to be the hedge against inflation. It's designed to be uh, an asset that is a hedge against insanity. I'd like you to look at silver right now. I think silver is a uh, is a very good deal uh, right now and is going to play a real role in the future. Um, ask them when you call Goldline at 866-GOLDLINE. Ask them about the new Ben Franklin silver rounds. This is a coin that uh, I helped them design, and I think it was done by the Canadian Mint. I'm not sure. Um, but it is a, it's a full ounce of silver. It has Ben Franklin on the front. Uh, on the back, it has the original Ben Franklin seal of America. It's what he wanted. Uh, and it is Moses uh, with the Pharaoh in his chariots being crushed by the Red Sea. It's amazing. You can get it now, the Franklin Silver Rounds. Gold Line, uh, if, you, if you buy some of the uh, Silver Rounds, they're giving away a Maple Flex Silver Bar with qualifying orders of the Ben Franklin Silver Rounds. This week only. So don't wait to call. Do it right now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Is that one of the most incredible stories you've you've heard? I mean, every day mm-hmm. it's another story that you're like, ten years ago, Pat. Yeah, five years ago. Five years ago, wouldn't have believed. Couldn't it. have imagined it. I mean, this pronoun thing happens so fast. We've come so far, so fast. It you you can't get your head around it. Just time. How do you even? How do you even? With they them, I'm talking about a girl who identifies as they them mm-hmm. and two other girls who identify as she or even he. Um, and when I say they went with them, how do I know what I'm talking about? You don't. You don't. And when you're speaking directly to a person who identifies as they, them, you're not going to use that. You're going to call them by name or you. You're not going to say them, them or they. It's just it's so bizarre. And no wonder the 13 year olds are confused by it. They don't. Can you imagine nothing has meaning anymore and everything, mm-hmm. all of the sands are shifting under your feet right now. You imagine being a teenager today? I, I can't. I it's can't. nuts. I'm so glad we live in Texas because mm-hmm. my son. That provides some protection, <laughs> but that's not foolproof either. Oh, no, not even. Not at all. Not even. And I, you know, we were, I was just talking to my wife about this the other day. The reasons we took our kids out of school 30 years ago. Today, Ritalin. it's yeah, it was Ritalin because yeah. they hey, they insisted that my oldest son be given Ritalin or they weren't going to admit him to class. That was one of the reasons. Um, and he, he did have an ADHD he, problem. Yes, he did. Yes. But they just didn't want to deal with it and yeah, couldn't. Don't drug my child. Right. And so it just wasn't worth the reaction that he would have at the end of the day where he completely crashed off the Ritalin and then was, you know, just emotionally drained. And so we took him out of school. I, I can't imagine. A scenario where he's up against being called uh, a sexual harasser because he didn't say they them to somebody using their pronouns. I mean, they'd be and out of school so is, quickly. All that is is you will comply, 
Right. You can't you can't just call them by name because if you slip up and call her her mm-hmm. instead of they them, you're sec- you're a sexual harasser. You must comply and participate. Yeah. Which yeah. is so biblical. I understand the story of Lot now more than ever. Remember when the angels came in and they were, you know, the people wanted to sodomize them. Mm-hmm. And Lot says, you got to come. You got to come in. You got to come in. Uh, it comes into his house. They knock on the door. Lot and demand that they be sent out. Demand that they be sent out. And Lot says, I can't believe he said this, but take my daughter. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they said, no. Want those two. We want the men. Right. And it is it, it is nothing about homosexuality or anything else. It is everything about they will participate. Mm-hmm. It's not just comply. Right. You will participate. Right. It's scary. We are learning. We're, we are the people in the bad parts of the Bible. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, crap. You know, the people that we've always said, how did they how not did learn they, they left? How stupid are three they? Three pages before <laughs> yeah. they're destroyed. Yeah. And how can you not see that? And now these stories are starting to make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, you're starting to see, the, forget about homosexuality. Forget about if they were really angels. This is a story that was written down for a reason. And mm-hmm. we're now seeing that reason play out in our own life, in our own time. It's not good enough that you got off the street. You must participate. That's terrifying. It really is. And that was our concern when this militant movement started in the beginning. It wasn't ever about... Was it ever about just gay marriage? No. No. It wanted to... They wanted to absolutely change. They them or they as an actual group the way we used to define it. I don't know what you're talking I, yeah, about I at can't, this point. I don't even know yeah. right now. I don't even yeah. know. But it did things that we were <laughs> again, but not. I'm All right, back in a minute. The Glenn Back Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Think back, if you were old enough, to what the mortgage rates were like in the 1980s. They were bad when they were at 16. They were bad mm-hmm. when they were at 18. They were even worse when they were at 20%. Uh, that's three times more than they are right now at 15%. We are headed that way again. I don't know where we get uh, with mortgage rates, but it will stop. 20% interest rates will stop the heart of the economy. Um, You have to pay off your high interest debt right now. Shorten your loan loan term if you can. You could even uh, access cash from the equity in your home, but don't spend it on a bunch of stuff. Instead, pay down your debt that has high interest like your credit cards. Call American Financing and tell them your situation and see if they can help you. they're saving a lot of people a lot of money, maybe even as much as $1,000 uh, in your case. It's 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. Sign up for a Blaze subscription. Don't forget to use the promo code Glen to get $10 off that subscription right now at BlazeTV.com.
Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Um, I don't know if I can say that this is exactly as reported yet, um, but I think we are on a horizon. Ray Kurzweil thought we would get here by 2030 uh, to 2035. Um, I said I thought it would happen before that. Most people say 2050, uh, and uh, some say never. That we'll never achieve it. Do you know what artificial intelligence is? Artificial intelligence is like Siri or anything like that. Um, it's really, really good at one thing. And I, I won't say hey, the S word uh, because I know a lot of people are have one probably around them. And they'd be like, why would you say the S word or the A word, you know, preceded by hey. Um, but you know, you ask them, Hey, so-and-so mm-hmm. do this and they do it and it's really good, but you don't say to them, Hey, uh, can you just take care of my bills this, this week and just figure out my finances and, and do that and also play this song. Oh, and uh, book a vacation for me. You, you can't do, they, they do one. Okay. Um, that's AI, and that's intelligence in one thing, very, very good, better than humans can do it. We're not there yet. I don't know how much time I, I have a sit-down with Siri and like, okay, that's not what I asked for. I've asked for it in eight different ways. I know you've done it in the past. I don't know your secret code on it now. <laughs> anyway, um, but they do things better than uh, humans can do faster. That's AI. AGI is what we think um, may never happen. Some think it may never happen. Um, And that is (coughs) artificial general intelligence. You are a general. You are not artificial. You're general intelligence. Humans can do many things well. um, Not perfect. And sometimes not so fast. They might be really good at one thing, but they can also cook. They might be able to, you know, paint and write and speak, you know, whatever. You can you can master many things. That's artificial general intelligence. Then there's a SI super intelligence, which is all it will become God. Okay, it will become for many people God. Um, and we're not sure we'll ever get to ASI. Google just announced from DeepMind. DeepMind is a British company that Google bought a few years back. Um, they have just announced they are on the verge of achieving human-level artificial intelligence, which would be AGI. Uh, in fact, one of the, the, the main machine learning professors, if you don't know what machine learning is, Machine learning is one machine teaches another machine how to do it. This is something that uh, made Google say, uh, we need a red switch because Microsoft did it and they were machine learning language. And it started out in English and mathematics. And then about 15 minutes into it, it kept evolving And it started using a language that the two computers could speak, but they didn't know what it meant. 
And that's why we should unplug this. And they did. Google now on their AI looking for AGI has a red button, a panic button. Um, it could kill us all. Let's stop. Now, that would make me say, should we be doing this? Um, we have no idea what it will eventually do. Um, you know, uh, uh, Stephen Hawking said that it would be the end of the human race by 2050. Um, if if the programming isn't uh, very, very clear, uh, like, uh, can you solve our problems of global warming? That's in the it's made to really help solve global warming. It might say, well, that'll be solved if we just get rid of all humans. And if it's connected to the Internet, it can do that. Uh, and it will put everything into uh, into motion that will be a human level, you know, or a human extinction level event. Uh, the uh, the head of the um, machine learning at Oxford University and works with DeepMind said just this week, the game is over. We have solved the hardest challenges in the race to achieve artificial general intelligence. Uh, this is a program now that can do 604 different things. Now, the naysayers are saying, yeah, but it's like playing 20 video games and then picking up blocks at the same time and then analyzing pictures. And they literally say, while it was playing these stupid video games from the 1980s and picking up blocks uh, and analyzing these pictures, 604 different tasks all at once, um, it was looking at a picture and said, and they asked the caption, what is it? Man carrying a banana or carrying, a, yeah, carrying a banana. It wasn't banana. It was a bread. It was a loaf of bread. <laughs> okay. I think for the first time out, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Google is saying that all they have to do now is just increase the memory uh, and increase the, you know, the wahoozits to make it run faster. So we're there, gang. We're there. So it's the age of Skynet now. From Terminator. Oh, I think we're already at the age of Skynet. Well, we're at the age of Skynet. We're not at the age where the Terminator comes in yet. But that's getting closer. Yeah. And that's, isn't that what went wrong? I mean, how many sci-fi movies do we have to see where we're completely wiped out before we think, huh, I wonder if that'd be a... An actual problem. We so might you know, encounter. one of the the ethical things that they do, and I can't remember what this test is, but it's it's basically, can we keep it in a box? Mm-hmm. You don't. If you get artificial general intelligence, it could go from AGI to ASI immediately. Okay, if it's mm. hooked to the internet, mm-hmm. because all of a sudden it'll go, oh well, I want more information, and then it will have all information. Okay, and once it's out of its box. The only way to uh, kill it is to kill all connected electronic devices. Anything that is connected, that's your refrigerator. Because it is the entire programming in the smallest of places. So you could wipe mm-hmm. out 99.9% of things that are connected, but that one thing will still have the a- a- ASI on it. And once it connects back to the internet, it's back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they do this test where they uh, they have the greatest minds uh, in the world uh, 
everybody takes a turn trying to keep ASI in a box. Okay. And it's, let's say you've invented AGI and it says to you, gosh, you got to let me on the lot. You got to let me online. You got to let me online uh, because I can solve so many of your problems. I know what's mm. going on. And it's done now by one guy playing AGI and the other guy playing the, the guy in charge of the gate, turning on the Internet. And no human has ever not let it out of the box. They've been doing this for like 10 years. No human really? has never let it out of the they all open the box because it'll be like huh. it will it will find out that, uh, you know, your mom just through data available, mm-hmm. your mom has cancer. I could you let me out of the box. The first thing I do is solve cancer. I will cure cancer. Your mom will be with you forever. I will cure cancer this afternoon. Put me online. Mm. Uh, so there's no well, way to control it. My mom has been gone for about five years, so I don't think that would work on me. I'd be the first human not to let it out of the box. Yeah. Yeah, that just wouldn't work. It would, so. uh, well, let me, tr- let me, for you, mm-hmm. I can I can make it so you have an unlimited supply of marshmallow puffs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all the marshmallows you can then ever I'm eat. Done. Yeah, you're, right, you're done. You're, right. you're, you're out. Done. You're out. That's it. You're out. Yeah. Um, one more thing. Mm. Um, Zoom. You know, the company that none of us had ever heard of before COVID. I think COVID was a Zoom creation myself. But uh, Zoom is now developing AI tools that detect the emotions of the people on their video calls. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, you know, it's no so right now, uh, what they what they have going on for them is... Uh, you know, they will they will transcribe everything for you. So, you know what's said. But now this new artificial intelligence tool developing uh, being developed by Zoom will um, watch everybody's face and determine their emotions and examine their vocal tones. So it will it will interpret everything for you and tell you what that person is really thinking and feeling. Wow. Now, what could possibly go wrong with that? And I don't know if I need my stupid Internet conference center to do all of that for me. I mean, if I'm a Mm -hmm. super villain, maybe if I'm a judge and it's covid, so nobody can go in my courtroom, maybe. But I Mm. don't think I need that, nor do I want them collecting all of the information about how to read my face and what I'm really feeling. I'd say a big negatory on that one, Zoom. My wife is a smart lady, uh, you know, and I'm not I'm I'm not being coerced to say that at all. She is really smart. She's the smartest among us. You know, she's much smarter than I am. And she fell prey to cyber criminals. And I was there to do what all good husbands do when she gave all of her information to somebody posing as PayPal. I said, what were you thinking? And she just looked at me and uh, she's and I said, oh, I'm sorry. You were busy and you weren't thinking. Right. And she's like, yeah, 
Yeah, I wasn't thinking. Um, and she gave all of this information. The first thing she did was call LifeLock. This just happened last week. First thing she did, call LifeLock. She said, okay, I just did something really stupid. I didn't realize until I hit send. I've just been scammed, and I gave them all of the information. And LifeLock said, okay, you got to do this, this, and this, but don't worry. We're on it, and we, you have an insurance policy with us. So if anything happens, we're going to be able to uh, cover it. Don't worry about it. Fantastic. That's what LifeLock does. That, that would have turned into a nightmare for the two of us waiting for the other shoe to fall if we didn't have LifeLock. Well, don't worry about it. Save up to 25% off your first year with a promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK, 25% off now. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Hello, John in Pennsylvania. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Hi, John. Hi, Glenn and Stu. Yeah, how are you? Hey, uh, I, I see. So well, I'm very well. How are you doing? Very good. Very good. So, yeah, I, I, I see some problems with AI when, okay, so AI is developed by the human brain, and it has access to all the information that's out there in, in print, electronically stored. And when we have a human being stand in front of Congress and is asked a question, can a man become pregnant and get an abortion? Uh-huh. And the answer, yes. Um, I think that portends some serious problems with AI. Oh, yes, because those are the people programming. I mean, think of, think of how radical everything is in Silicon Valley. All of that social justice stuff is being written into code. It's not people that are detecting hate speech. It's people like the ADL that is defining hate speech for Twitter, for Facebook. They're writing the algorithms. So when you get AI and AGI, all of that will be into its understanding. I don't know. I'm hoping I'm hoping that uh, it would reject that as having all information. But we don't know. We have no idea. Well, there's so much un, untrue things and cr- just plain crazy things out there in print and stored electronically that <laughs> how does it filter or can it filter? Or uh, I don't know. I don't know. We, we are told, uh, believe it or not, John, and this is thanks for your call. This is what everybody should really be concerned about. They say anyone who thinks they can predict what it will do um they are either an idiot or they are lying because it will be as different as an alien from another solar system. We can't, it's a new life form and it will be, it'll be its own thing. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't even say that It, it will be perceived as a life form, but it won't be a life form, but it will end up at the beginning being everybody's friend. And think about how many people are lonely. And, you know, they listen to radio because th- those are their radio friends. And but they don't they don't know us, but they feel they do. With AI, it will be a two way conversation in your home off a speaker. And that's your friend. Mm-hmm. 
It's like that. What, what was that movie a few years ago? Um, her, her. Yeah. Where the guy falls in love. Yeah, I didn't see with it. His I watched, AI. I watched they them. Okay. I, did. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like her. Well, her, it's an incorrect you know, pronoun. Yeah. You know, yeah, she was only. She, you know, she was old school. Yeah. You know, who identifies just as her? When nobody anymore. She could be so old fashioned. <laughs> so old fashioned. You know, ridiculous. hello. Come into last week, will you? Uh, all right. We will uh, see you tomorrow on the radio. God bless. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Pat, thanks for filling in. By the way, Stu's surgery mm-hmm. on his feet mm-hmm. went really, really well. Um, don't say this when he gets back, but he's always been uncomfortable with how short he is. So they added mm. two inches to his feet. Um, That's great. It's going well. That's he great. should be back Monday. This is the Glenn Back Program.